1: You are listening to Diversified Briefings from Premier Miten, a regular podcast on investment matters from Premier Mitain's Diversified Funds Investment Team. I'm Neil Birrell, Premier Mitain's Chief Investment Officer and Lead Manager of Premier Mitain's Diversified Funds. In this short podcast, I share the views of the Diversified Investment Team and what they currently view is in favour and out of favour from across the different asset classes and market. What's in favour with us at the moment then? Well, currently it's Alternative Investments. Alternatives are thought of in many different ways by different investors. Frankly, it does not matter if you think they're a good asset class, a bad asset class, or even one that doesn't really exist. It's all about what they provide for you in your portfolio construction. For the diversified fund range, this is simple. We're looking for attractive, long-term investments that are lowly correlated to bonds and or equities. However, that correlation can pick up at certain times. And indeed, it has done recently, as you'll hear in a moment or two. We are largely ambivalent with regards to the asset class, as long as we can understand it. And for us, that means excluding the likes of gold and cryptocurrency. Uh, As you'll hear below, these asset classes can be very varied. Uh, You may have seen a video we produced recently in which Robin Willis, our alternative specialist, talked on the subject. Robin manages the part of the alternatives portfolio in the diversified funds that uses investment companies. And and these are his words uh, that we're going to go through now, uh, where he sets out the opportunity that we currently see in this asset class. Uh, We believe that an allocation to alternative assets provides important diversification benefits to a balanced multi-asset portfolio. Uh, We seek to gain exposure to sectors that have low sensitivity to moves in equity and bond markets, and indeed the broader economic environment. Uh, Often access to alternative investments is achieved by investment companies, which due to their permanent capital characteristics, we consider to be the most appropriate method to add exposure to, sometimes indeed with less liquid assets. As part of the portfolio held up well during the bond and equity sell-off in the first half of 2022. However, despite resilient underlying performance, disappointing share prices have dramatically derated as the gilt yields have sharply risen. Investors' demand for alternative income has dissipated in favor of more traditional option of bonds, which are not exposed to equity volatility and discount risk. They also seem to have suffered from some indiscriminate selling of UK PLC, as investment companies invest in alternative assets and property real estate investment trusts make up a large proportion of the FTSE mid 250 index. There has been a high correlation between the share prices and gilt yields over the last year, and we've witnessed a derating in share prices from premiums to underlying asset value to significant discounts to that underlying asset value. We consider this sell-off to be overdone as some investors seem to be treating these companies almost as bond proxies, while giving little attention to the total return nature of these asset classes and offsetting factors such as inflation linkage. As the risk-free rate has moved higher, it is reasonable to assume the discount rates used in the company's discounted cash flow valuation process should also rise, leading to lower valuations. The share prices are now implying a significant increase in discount rates being used in future valuations but this gives little regard for the growth dynamics of the revenue streams of these available from the underlying assets, of which there are some examples in a moment or two. Any increase in discount rates would at least partly be offset by factors such as higher realized inflation than been previously assumed. Most of these companies' revenues have seen significant inflation linkage. Meanwhile, many of these companies have already seen been significantly raising their discount rates since the mini-budget in September 2022. Continuing transaction activity in private markets at levels that support current company valuations also provide comfort. So what is the opportunity? We believe we'll look back at this period as an attractive opportunity to add exposure to resilient alternative revenue streams with attractive growth dynamics at significant discounts to valuation. We've built up a diversified portfolio of alternatives with what we believe to be attractive growth drivers. Some examples of this would be renewable energy. These are essential assets valued conservatively in terms of assumed achievable power prices. Also music royalties. This represents the growth of music streaming as a big opportunity. Also digital infrastructure, which is the, the increased demand and scalability of the plumbing of the internet is represented in this area. Shipping is very interesting as well. It's essential transport with attractive supply demand dynamics. And then finally, another example, battery storage has the ability to benefit from the growth of intermittent renewable power generation. While some share prices have suffered due to some companies more idiosyncratic and self-inflicted issues, the broader UK alternative investment company sector trades at roughly a 20% discount to net asset value. Most of these companies would have had a premium rating little more than a year ago. We believe there are several potential catalysts which might lead to a positive re-rating share prices. Perhaps any surprise in the downside in UK expected inflation numbers or a belief that interest rate expectations have peaked would be a stimulant. But if not, company boards are under increasing pressure to act on behalf of shareholders. We are having an increasing number of conversations with company boards discussing potential remedial action for their share prices. Consolidation, merger and acquisition, asset disposals and returns on capital will become commonplace across the sector. Recently, one of our music royalty companies received a cash offer reflecting a 67% premium to the previous day's closing share price. There are several continuation votes on the horizon, which will provide shareholders an opportunity to have their voices heard. And while we wait for the price recovery, we're happy to get paid well covered and resilient high dividend yields. So that's what's in favour with us at the moment. What's out of favour? Well, simply what we don't understand. For multi-asset fund managers, the investment universe is too big to be able to fully understand. No one can be an expert in everything, and I can't imagine how big a team of fund managers and analysts would be required to cover all asset classes in all regions, all the time, in the necessary detail. Therefore, in the diversified funds, we stick to what we know. We have specialist investment teams for fixed income, global equities, UK equities, property company shares, alternatives and derivatives that we use for hedging and defensive strategies. They've all got improving investment processes. So that is what we stick to because that's what we know. As Robin has outlined in his words on alternatives, we gain exposure to many different asset classes through investment companies. We may not be experts in the asset classes themselves, but Robin is an experienced expert investor in selecting fund managers who themselves are experts. And importantly, he understands the investment company structure. The recent correlation of some investment companies with bonds has, we believe, been erroneous, but understandable. And it has presented an attractive opportunity after a period of poor performance that has impacted on the diversified funds. So thank you for listening to this episode of Diversified Briefings. I hope you found the episode interesting and please look out for other episodes in the Diversified Funds In Favour, Out of Favour series.
0: This podcast is for investment professionals only and is issued by premier and Investors, which is the marketing name for Premier Portfolio Managers Limited and Premier Fund Managers Limited, which are authorised and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority. The value of investments can fall as well as rise.